0: and welcome to the Fitness Besties podcast with Lisa Dawn Beckwith. That's me! I'm Lisa, your friendly fitness coach and your newest bestie. My goal is to help you create sustainable habits that won't make you want to run away at the mention of exercise. Together, we'll wave goodbye to going it alone on your fitness journey as we embark on open, honest conversations and the support you need to start prioritizing you. Hey there, fitness besties, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I'm Lisa, your friendly fitness coach and newest bestie. And today we're diving into a topic that is super relevant to us all, productivity hacks to create more time in your day. Because let's face it, between work, family and our fitness goals, time can sometimes feel like our most precious commodity. But don't worry, I've got some great hacks to share with you today. So this episode actually came about because of a conversation with my friend Charlotte. Hey Charlotte, if you're listening, one of my fitness besties and cheerleaders, always cheering me on, love you. (laughs) And yeah, we were talking and she just said to me, she said, you've you've always got some, you know, you're really great with your time and your boundaries and the way you manage things when you're running your business and things like that, you always set sort of, you know, really strong things and they've got really good things that you do uh, with your time. So I was like, oh, this would make a great episode. So here it is. So why are we talking about time management on a fitness podcast? Well, think about it. If you don't manage your time well, it becomes tough to prioritize your health and fitness. And as you know, I'm always talking about it. Fitness isn't just about workouts and diets. It's about creating a lifestyle that enhances your overall well-being. And that includes managing your time effectively. The reason I hear most often that people can't fit movement into their day is time or lack of it. There just doesn't seem to be enough hours in the day and I get it. That's why I'm so passionate about helping you to prioritise yourself by helping you find time in your day for you because we've all been there you know time just seems to disappear I don't know where it goes I definitely have days like that but you get to the end of the day you're like where's the time gone I literally don't know and you know you had all these plans and things that you're going to get done and it's just gone (laughs) so yeah listen on and I'm going to share some of the things that I've implemented and I've helped my clients to do as well so Yes, you can help to start putting you at the top of your to-do list. So one of the first hacks I want to talk to you about is meal planning. So this is a game changer when it comes to saving time and eating healthily. How often have you skipped a healthy meal because you didn't have anything prepared? Or you're eating your lunch at five o'clock, or, you know, again, time just disappeared because you just haven't got anything, or you know, you're calling for a takeaway because you can't be bothered and, you know, you don't want to get to the shops to, to get something or you just don't know what to eat. <laughs> so what I do and what's really worked for me is not following like a specific meal plan as such, you know, you want to have flexibility and things like that. It's just sitting down every weekend, every Saturday normally, we sit down and get all the cookery books or things or recipes or just meals that we like to, to eat we kind of look at the week and we've got a whiteboard that we keep in the kitchen and we just write down sort of like saturday through to friday like what's going on have we got anything is anyone out are we you know have we got anything we need to be out at a certain time or are we just out that evening for whatever reason and then we just pop in all the different meals that we want to have during the week so it kind of is a bit of like forward planning and then that means that you can go to the shops get all the ingredients you need for the week and It takes that decision fatigue out as well. I don't know about you, but I definitely sit there when we go to decide and I'm like, oh, I don't know. You decide. I can't think what I want to eat this week. But it just means that, you know, at the end of the day, when you're you're tired and, you know, you just don't have the brain capacity necessarily to think about what you want to eat, you've already decided. And yes, you've got the flexibility, you've already got all those ingredients there. If one day you think, oh actually, I don't fancy what we said we're gonna have on a Tuesday, let's have what we said we're gonna have on a Thursday instead. So you know, great flexibility there. So that might be something you want to try just kind of mapping out your, your meals for the week. And then it means you can get to the shops, you can get everything. It saves you money. It means you can, you know, get all the ingredients you need and you're taking that decision out every day. So yeah, have, have a go, grab your, your recipe books and, or just simply list, you know, the meals that you want to do for the week. And The other thing you could try doing is you could use like a meal delivery service, like something like HelloFresh, or there's loads of them around now. Some of them, they deliver sort of the ingredients pre-prepared and you just have to make them. Some of them are like chef-prepared meals. So, you know, if you've got the the means and that's something you want to do, that just takes it that little step further. If you literally don't have the time, the mental capacity or anything to do that, it's another way to just. Mean that you're getting, you're nourishing yourself in in a good way. Let's talk about tracking our habits. So, tracking our health habits like water intake and our movement can help us keep on the right track. How many times can I say track in the same sentence? <laughs> so again, a couple of things that I like to do is um, using my whiteboard again. I, it's in the kitchen and one thing that I've been working on is increasing my water intake because staying hydrated is really good for us. (laughs) Getting enough water in the day, it's amazing how it can make you feel. I know when uh, there's days when I haven't drunken enough and (laughs) drunk enough and I've got to the end of the day, you know, you've got that headache and you're feeling tired and lethargic. Um, Maybe I did not drink enough water today. So yeah, I simply do like a little, you know, tally. Every time I have a glass, I just tally it off and it just gives me that visual reminder and I can sort of look at the end of the day. I can keep track of it if I want to. Just something really, really simple like that can help you. And another thing you can do is you can track your movement. So again, you could just literally do like a tally of your movement, like have you moved? How many minutes have you done? You know, have you, have you done a bit of cardio? Like have you got out for a walk? Have you done any of your resistance sort of strength training that I always t- talk about, like those movement bites, so your squats, your press-ups, all those sort of things. Um, So again, you could use your whiteboard, you could use a bit of paper, or <laughs> you could download my handy fitness habit tracker. That's free to download and yeah, it will help you. And I've created some little videos as well to go with it that give you some Guidance shows you how to use it, and there's a little bit of a reflection and planning at the beginning of the week, and then at the end of the week, just a little bit of a, a reflection on how you thought things went and whether you could yeah, change anything. And each day or so, or actually after each time you record sort of a movement, and you can say again how that made you feel. So yeah, just asking yourself every day, have I moved, have I done something to move my body, whether it be walking, running, dancing, whether it be, you know, some strength training, some mobility, some stretching. So if we track it, we can then become aware of what we're doing, whether we're doing enough, whether we want to do a bit more. It just gives us that awareness and also a little bit of motivation as well and accountability when we're, you know, ticking it off each each day. So yeah, tracking our habits is a really great way to to keep on track. <laughs> And uh, stay accountable to ourselves and motivated. So there, there are a couple of things, tracking your water and tracking your movement. And if you want to download my free habit tracker, you can head to my website, lisadawnbeckwith.com forward slash tracker, and you can download it there. Okay, let's talk about the big one, our phones, <laughs> our constant companion, and sometimes our worst distraction. Oh, let's talk about phone usage and how it can impact your productivity and work life balance. So if you're anything like me, (laughs) sometimes you love your phone. Sometimes you want to throw it out the window because you just get so stuck on it. You're like in a scroll hole or in a loop of like checking all your apps or you go on it to do one thing. And an hour later, you're like, what on earth did I come on here to do? So Here are a few things that I've done that really helped me, and they might help you if you want to give it a try. So one thing I do is I have my phone on silent all the time. So it's always on silent, so it's never distracting me. I'm not getting the constant buzzing when there's notifications and things come through. I've also taken all notifications off my phone as well, so yeah, so there's no noises that come through. I've got a couple of apps where, where I do let notifications pop up, something like WhatsApp or uh phone, so I can see if my phone is in front of me. I can see if someone's rung me or if I've got a WhatsApp message. So yeah, I do have that, but I don't have the the notifications popping up all the time. And I definitely don't have the pop-up notifications on Instagram and social media and emails and things like that. I purposely put aside time to go into those apps and check them as and when that's the right time for me in my day. Another thing that I do is I've got, I've, I've got an Android phone. So if you're an iPhone user, you've probably got something very similar, but on my phone, um, there's two things I set up. One's called focus mode and one's nighttime mode. So the focus mode it's, I have it set off so it, set up so it goes off every evening. And I've got my sort of, I call them like my scrolly apps, (laughs) my distracting apps. And it automatically, at that time, it turns them off. It sort of grays them out. So if I want to go into them, I can go into them if I want to or need to. It sort of pops up saying, you know, this is on focus mode. Do you want to use it? And, you know, so it's like a little barrier and it kind of almost stops you and makes you think, oh, actually, do I want to go in? And then if I do go in, it gives me five minutes to use the app before it <laughs> shuts off again. So that's a really good thing you could do. And I think I'm sure iPhone has got something very similar. And the other thing I, I put it on is nighttime mode. So it sort of blacks everything out. And yeah, just changes it to sort of black and white, which is another thing that sort of stops your bit phone being as appealing because it's sort of in that black and white mode so it doesn't make it sort of as easy to to recognize the different apps you don't sort of automatically without thinking you know click on that button for that specific app so there are a couple of things you could you could try or actually four things i've just shared there (laughs) that you can try you can uh, leave your phone on silent you can take your notifications off your pop-up notifications uh, especially for social media then you could have a look into things like focus modes that uh, means that you're not uh, able to use certain apps and then nighttime mode so it switches off and mindset so it does it every night without me even thinking about it so yeah definitely something you could think about something else i like to do if i'm really trying to focus on some work on the computer say or i just want to like you know have some time whether i'm reading or watching tv or spending time with loved ones I like to put my phone away. I put it somewhere else in another room. So it's not that sort of automatic, like pick it up, check it, pick it up, check it, which is uh, very annoying. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure you do the same. So yeah, you could try putting it in, in another room. And actually recently I've just started putting my phone in another room at night so I don't have it in the bedroom. I've got, I use my, I use a Woot tracker, health tracker, and that actually I can set an alarm on that to wake me up in the morning and it just sort of buzzes on my arm so I don't need my phone in my room and I actually love that meaning I've got no technology in the room it means I'm not sort of you know going on it without thinking you know or like scrolling on my phone late at night you know even though I've said it on the the nighttime mode and the focus mode sometimes it's very easy to like oh just five more minutes five more minutes and you're like oh no where's the time gone So yeah, so it means I can settle down with my book in the evening before I go to bed. And, you know, my phone's away. I've finished on all the apps and things. So it means I'm completely squ- switching off from screens, which is something that helps you to sleep as well, and technology. And I'm just winding down with my book and, you know, whatever else it is you like to do in the evening. So that's something you could try. Alarms are a great thing for like helping you set sort of blocks of working time that's something I like to do so I tend to sort of if I'm working in on the computer and I may be doing some sort of behind the scenes stuff in my business I like to set sort of a a time because otherwise I can get like really into it or sometimes I'm finding it hard to get into it so I like to set like a block of time and I'm like right just sit down and, and try and do it or sometimes you get really into it and sort of two or three hours have passed and you're like, oh, feeling a bit stiff now. And, and then I start going a bit sort of fuzzy because I've been on the computer for too long. So personally for me, I like to set a timer for 50 minutes. I found that works for me. Some people like to do 90 minutes. There's a method called the Pompidoro method, I think that's how you say it, where you set a 25-minute timer and then you have a five-minute break and then you go back again you do sort of 25-minute blocks. I like to kind of do 50 minutes, have like a 10 minute block, you know, have a little shake out, walk around. Yeah. Get away from the screen. So it's good for our eyes to do that. It's good to just sort of move our bodies as well and have a little break. So yeah, so you could set some sort of blocks of working time. if That's possible for you with your, with your work. You can also use it to set reminders. So you can use it to set movement reminders, you know, maybe when you're first trying to get into it and you want to make sure you're not sitting down for too long. You maybe you can set it every hour or whatever works for you. Or if you've decided at a certain point in the day that you've sort of planned out, you've looked at your, your sort of schedule and you've planned out that you're going to do like a block of movement at a certain time, you can set that. You can block it off in your calendar, you know, schedule it as a, as a meeting for yourself, you know, some movement time or whatever it is you're going to do. So yes, you can use it as, as to, to set reminders to move. You can use it to set reminders to drink water if that's something else you're focusing on. All sorts of things. Alarms are fantastic when you're trying to get into a new habit. So, yeah, you can set them popping off all over the place. Just set like a little note on it. You can write what it's for or a little message to to yourself. You know, you said you were going to do this. (laughs) Have you moved? You said you were going to do, I don't know, 10 squats, get up and do it sort of thing. Like you can send a little message to Like your future self when you set the alarm. You can also set sort of a block of time uh, for when you're exercising. So say you've decided that you want to set five minutes, ten minutes, thirty minutes to to do a chunk of time, and that's all you've got in your schedule. You don't want to sort of run out of time. You could again set that set that alarm or countdown timer for a block of time, so you can really just get into it and focus. And again, you're not having to keep checking the clock to see, oh, I've got to be back at work in a minute, or I've got that meeting, or I need to do something afterwards. You can, you can just really sort of get into the zone and, and focus. So yeah, so alarms can help you to sort of get into, into sort of uh, the zone and focus, but it can also help you to create consistency. So yeah, setting those little constant reminders throughout the day, throughout the week to move, to drink water or what other habits you are doing. Another thing that I really love to do is set myself uh, a daily list at the end of each workday. So I, I obviously run my own business. This would probably work for you as well if you uh, you know, work for someone else. But it's definitely something I like to do. I get to the end of the day and before I shut everything down and switch off for the evening, I like to just sort of make a little plan, like dump any notes down or anything I've been working on and make sure everything's sort of out of my head and, and written down somewhere. Or kind of you know organize so that I know where I am the next day, and then I kind of make myself a little list. Okay, so I was working on this today. Tomorrow, my priority is blah blah blah, and give myself a couple of uh, priorities that I want to work on. So it means when I'm starting up again the next day, when I'm sat down to do to do my work, and um, sort of working behind the scenes. If I'm if I'm doing that during the day around sort of client calls and things, it means that I'm not wasting time thinking, what am I going to do today? Oh, let me, you know, open all these folders. Where was that file? What was I doing? Everything's there. I can sort of click, put links in there as well if I need to for certain documents I'm working on or certain things I'm working on. So yeah, creating a list. Um, it could be a to-do list. It could be sort of a, you know, a list of priorities of things you want to, tasks that you want to do, setting yourself the night before ready for the next day. You could also do that with your movement for the day if you want to. You could look at your calendar for the next day and say, okay, I've got this meeting here, I've got this here, I've got this here. Okay, when am I going to fit in my little blocks of movement? So you could kind of plan that out the night before. And so yeah, it's a really, really great way to switch off as well before you end the work day. So you're not sort of sitting there in the evening going, oh, I forgot about this. Oh, oh no, I need to remember to do this tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, you might still get that, but it is kind of a good way to sort of close the end of the day especially if you're if you're working from home as well and you're kind of like switching down your computer walking out of the room and you're still in in your house you've not kind of got that way to switch off so another um, good thing to do as well is to find a way to finish your work days if you're if you're at home so it could be changing out your clothes putting your pajamas on putting more comfy clothes on it could be going out for a walk to kind of you know switch off from the from the day you could you know do some stretches or something or some strength training if that's what you want to do but find a way to kind of close the day and you could also find a way to start the day as well so you might find you know maybe a morning uh, walk or sort of morning movement session before you sit down to to do your work for the day works for you so there are a few things there and then yeah let's talk a little bit about creating awareness and setting intentions. So do you ever feel like you're constantly checking your phone? <laughs> you are not alone. I definitely do this. And there's actually something uh, that psychologists call the random reward effect. It's something that phone and app designers actually use to keep us on our phones. so it is not your fault. <laughs> it's the way that our phones have been designed to keep us in that constant loop of checking. And it's so that we, so I don't know if you do this, but I do this all the time and it's really, really annoying, but actually it's, it's good to know that there's a, there's a reason behind it. And it is a habit, it's a habit that we've created of constantly picking up your phone, you open up Instagram, you open up your emails, you open up whatever it is. And you kind of go around in a circle, check in, check in, you know, has something come through? Has someone sent me a message? Has. You know, have I had a notification? Has someone liked that post that I put on? You just keep going around and around and around, constantly checking for that little dopamine hit because oh, you've got the message, or oh, someone liked your photo that you posted. So yeah, that's what it is. And I'm going to go into a bit more about this on another episode. I want to really dive into it a bit more and some strategies that you can use. But I just thought I'd mention it today because it is something that we do all the time. So you could use some of those things, those strategies that I talked about earlier. You know, with the with your apps and stuff and putting taking your notifications off. Maybe you put your phone on silent, maybe you put it on focus mode, nighttime mode, all those sort of things. The other thing as well you can do is you can move sort of apps off your home screen. So I've only got a couple of apps on my home screen sort of that I use all the time. I think I've got my camera one, I've got my Spotify, and I've got my timer as well, because I use that all the time. So my clock. So I can go in there and use sort of timers and things. So I've got the They're the only ones I've got to handle the time. Everything else I have to like go into the phone to find them. So you could also try doing that. So yeah, something you can uh, do is to start to create awareness around your phone usage and set intentions before reaching for it. So becoming aware of why you're reaching for it. What's your intention for going on your phone? Why have you gone on social media? Was it to scroll? Was it to connect? Was it to post something? If you if you know this beforehand, you can then maybe set your limits. So maybe you've gone on your phone uh, to send an email to someone or maybe you've gone on your phone to post post something like if you know you own your own business or you just want to post something on Instagram, share your holiday pictures or something you did at the weekend, you know, go on there and you know set yourself say right this is why I want to go on there or maybe you do just want to go on there and scroll totally fine (laughs) what we don't want to end up is that doom scroll where you're there for like hours and hours and hours in that comparisonitis and stuff so it's just kind of setting those intentions before you go on why are you going on your phone what is it you've gone on there to do because you know sometimes I do it and I'm like An hour later, what, oh gosh, I just went on there to do this one thing and I've totally forgotten or I've opened all these other apps and got totally lost in Instagram world and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, try and set some intentions before you go on, set some limits. You know, if you are scrolling again, you could set an alarm. I'm going to go on here for half an hour and just have a good old look around. Yeah. And see, and see what's going on. I just also say as well with with sort of social media and stuff that something that you can do is don't be afraid to mute or unfollow people, you know, curate your feed so that you're not seeing things that upset you or uh, make you feel bad about yourself, you know, even if they are friends, it, you know, it's not necessarily, it's not their fault what they're posting is sort of, I don't know, upsetting you in whatever way. Maybe it's just the way you're feeling that day. You're like, oh no, I just can't see that today. <laughs> Yeah, so you don't end up sort of sending yourself off in a spiral of feeling feeling bad about yourself. So totally don't be afraid to unfollow or mute people. I do it all the time. Yeah, that's it's totally. You want it to be a safe place to go on there. You want to like curate your feed. So when you are going on social media, it's sort of uplifting. It's informative. It's, I mean, it can be whatever it, you want it to be. But personally, that's how I like to use it. So that, you know, I go on there. It's like my happy place. I see what my friends are up to. I see you know, things that inspire me or things that sort of make me laugh, you know, dog videos keep coming up all the time. I've been following a lot of football accounts recently, and I love it. I love seeing all those sort of things. So yeah, curate your feed is, is a good thing to do. And you can also create awareness around everything else in your day that you do uh, by tracking your time and knowing uh, where you're losing time. So I've done this before where You just literally, you can have a bit of paper you can do it on your phone or, or, or on your computer, but literally sort of throughout your day, just sort of like make a note. Okay, I got up at this time. It took me this long to do this. had my breakfast. It took me this long to do this. And then, you know, I was doing some work or, and then I spent, you know, five hours on on Instagram <laughs> or whatever, and just kind of tracking your time throughout the day. And then you can look back on it over a week or, you know, two or three days or something and just sort of see. Where am I losing time? You know, where can I be a bit more efficient? Oh, it takes me, you know, an hour to get ready in the morning, you can kind of, if you know that, and that's how long it takes, and and that's fine, then you can just be aware, okay, well, don't, you know, plan something where it only allows you half an hour to get ready in the morning, because then you're going to be running behind, and you're going to be late, and all those sort of things, so... Yeah, again, awareness is the first step to change. So when we're aware of what we're doing, then we can start making changes if we need to. So, yeah, so when sort of people say to me, oh, I don't have time to fit, you know, exercise or movement into my day, this is a really great place to start. And you can sort of look back and go, oh, actually, yeah, I have got five minutes here. I have got 10 minutes here, a minute that I could, you know double up on something, you know, the kettle, boiling your kettle is a a great way to do something, you know, in that dead time when you're when you're doing things. So yeah. Tracking your time is a brilliant thing to do. So lastly, let's just talk a little bit about boundaries. This is something I learned a long time ago and it's really, really helped me. But someone once told me that a message is a request, not a demand for your time. So I think that that's a really great way to sort of frame it. Like we're so glued to our phone and we don't have to be available to people 24-7, even if it is something to do with work, you know, literally just because your phone pings up with a message. If you're in the middle of doing something, unless it is an emergency, you know, a family emergency or something's happened, I'm sure most of us don't work in jobs or, you know, have businesses where it's like, you know, business critical or you know, life-threatening if we don't answer that message straight away. So yeah, just just keep that in mind. A message is a request, not a demand for our time. So, you know, leave that message unread. You don't have to answer it straight away. You know, answer it when you're in the right frame of mind. And something I like to do actually with messages so I don't forget, because I've definitely done that. I've read the message when I've been out and about somewhere and gone, oh yeah, I'll, I'll do that later. And then you forget. And two weeks later, you're like, oh crap, I haven't replied to that person. So yeah, maybe, you know, leave it unread and sit down when you've got time to answer your messages, to reply to your friends, to reply to emails for work, you know, have specific time when you sit down and you, and you, you know, reply to people. So you're not sort of like half doing things while you're running out the door and trying to do 9 million things at once. So yeah, have a little think about that. You want to protect your time as well, and know that it's okay to say no to things. So, yeah, talking a little bit about boundaries, you know, it's okay to say no to things, work and life, uh, to take control of your time and prioritize your needs. So, if you decided that you know you wanted to uh, go to that class uh, after work or something, or you know, on the weekend or at lunchtime or something, and and someone else asks you to do something. Yeah. Mm, mm. I mean, you know, unless you're supposed to be at work and you're, you know, trying to fit something in when you shouldn't be, fair enough. But, um, you know, if it's outside of, uh, like work hours when you're not supposed to be working, if you're in your job or if you've got a business and it's your own business and you can control your timetable, um, you know, unless it's when you've got a scheduled meeting, if you've decided you want to do something for you, protect that time, you know, don't give up your time just to, um, you know, be a people pleaser. I've been there. I've definitely said yes to things when I was like, oh, yeah, but I really wanted to do this other thing. Um, you know, I'd said to myself I was going to do something for me and, oh, yeah, but someone asked me and mm, I don't want to let them down. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely protect your time and prioritize your needs. So that's a wrap for today. Yeah, we've covered a lot. We talked about meal planning, bone usage, tracking boundaries, all sorts of things, you know, becoming aware of where our time's going throughout the day. I hope you found these productivity hacks to be valuable and remember the goal here is to help you make more time for your health and well-being. I'm going to, uh, like I say, I'm going to do another episode diving a bit deeper into boundaries in, in life and more into our phone usage and some, some tips around our phone usage that I think will be really helpful. But I wanted to not throw everything into this one episode. I feel like that deserves its own, own episode with a little bit more in depth because, like I said, our phones <laughs> are valuable. They can be great help. You know, we've got a little mobile computer with us at all times, but it can also be our biggest time suck. So yeah, that's definitely something uh, to look out for so that we can start controlling our phone usage and taking control of our day so that you can start putting yourself first. Before we go, I want to thank you for being part of the Fitness Besties community. I love speaking to you each week and I hope you like listening to the episodes too. If you've enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to subscribe, like, rate, and leave a review if you can. Your feedback really does mean the world to me, and it can help others to find the podcast. And also, if you want to share it with a friend or colleague or share it on social media, I would love that too, so we can spread the word. As always, if you have any questions or suggestions or you want to share your own productivity hacks, you can reach me at Lisa Dawn Beckwith on Instagram. And if you want to download my free fitness habit tracker that I spoke about earlier, so you can start tracking your fitness habits, you get the habit tracker, you get some little videos with some suggestions for exercises and how to use the tracker, then head to my website, Lisa Dornbeckwith. forward slash tracker and you can download that for free today. So until next time, stay productive, stay healthy and keep being amazing. And I'll speak to you soon. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. And if you haven't grabbed my free busy women's fitness habit tracker, which includes bonus training videos with tips and ideas, then head to the link in the show notes and grab it today so you can learn how to build sustainable movement habits that fit into your already busy schedule. And if you love this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would share it with a friend or on social media. And if you haven't submitted a review, I'd love to hear from you. Just head to Apple Podcasts and review to help others find the show. And lastly, if we're not connected, head over to Instagram and say hi. I'd love to hear from you. Tune in every Friday for new episodes. Speak to you soon. Bye.